morning. It's Friday, January 19th, National Popcorn Day. I don't want to talk about popcorn. <laughs> I don't want to talk about popcorn. I don't know why I said it like people are always like, oh, Kim, Kim, talk about popcorn, please. We're begging you. Please do your popcorn talk. That's but no, for real, I don't want to talk about popcorn. I want to talk about how sometimes in school, the class would do the read aloud time and a student would have to read aloud and then they would go popcorn and pick like another kid to read. And I hated it because guess what? I'm not listening to the kid reading. I'm reading ahead in case I get popcorn. and I don't want to mess up my turn to read. And then people will be like, oh, Kim doesn't know how to read. And I do know how to read you guys. I just hadn't practiced it yet. Are teachers still doing that? They should not. Also, do I need therapy? Anyway, and now the news. Let's start with the United States Department of Justice review of the horrific shooting that took place in May of 2022 in Uvalde, Texas. It's been more than a year and a half since an 18-year-old went into Robb Elementary School killing 21 people, including 19 eight and nine-year-olds, and injuring 17 others. Since then, there have been a lot of questions about what happened. Not how could this happen, because this is America and no one seems to want to solve that problem, but specifically, what happened? Between 11.30 a.m., when a teacher called 911 after the shooter crashed into a ravine adjacent to the school and subsequently shot at two witnesses without hitting them, and 1.06 p.m. when the shooter was killed after officers finally broke into the classroom. Now, there's a 575-page report that calls what happened a, quote, unimaginable horror, which obviously, but the report actually notes that this was brought on by both a lack of courage as well as, quote, cascading failures of leadership, decision-making, tactics, policy, and training. And that cascading failure of leadership starts with them not recognizing that the situation where someone with a gun is in a classroom of young kids is actually an active shooter situation. So police ran towards the classroom, then heard the gunfire and froze. The report also notes that even though the sheriff and acting chief were both there on scene, no one stepped up. And so a game warden whose normal job includes issuing fishing licenses, actually performed the role of incident commander. The sheriff was there. It's a pretty scathing report. And yes, some people have been fired. Some people quit. And it's only been a few hours between the report coming out and me recording this. So I'm sure there will be more fallout. But it's like, it's infuriating to see this report noting that police actually acted with, quote, no urgency in a situation like that. I mean, disgusting. Okay, so originally last week, I was like, I'm going to start making these Friday shows a little fun when possible. So I woke up yesterday ready to rock and roll some fun little jokes. And then the uh, Uvalde report came out and I was like, not only are there no jokes there, but I read about that report with a blinding rage. Even now trying to do that story that it, it's an, it's infuriating. Infuriating is like the nicest way I can put it. So um, but I still have other things I want to tell you about. So we're going to lean into the whoosh and move on to the next story, which is, um, hey, Congress, buddy, you made a little, you did a cute little budget thing, pal. Oh, you brought it home. We're going to put it on the fridge. Ahead of a possible government shutdown that would have started today, 
the House and the Senate passed a bill to fund the government into March 1st. This is the third stopgap bill in four months. So this is what we're doing now, I guess. Just stopgaps on stopgaps on stopgaps because no one wants to do their dang job. Like, at some point, we need to have a budget. A real one. And by the way, this stopgap pretty much follows the deal that McCarthy and Biden struck, which is what cost him his little hammer that he loved so much he quit his job because someone took his toy. Anyway, it is nice for me to picture him at home just like so super mad that this deal is basically the same deal and no one's mad at Speaker Johnson for it, but they were all mad at McCarthy. And it's like, don't worry, Kev. First of all, everyone was mad at you for other things, too. And also, they're probably mad at him as well. But unlike you, who was feckless and terrible at politics and went all in on a guy who couldn't even sell steaks, Mike Johnson is also feckless and terrible at politics and all in on a guy who can't even sell steaks. But on top of all of that, he's a real weirdo. And now the Republicans know they're stuck with him. That absolute weirdo. And isn't that kind of a punishment in and of itself? Anyway, there's a stopgap bill and we'll see what happens between now and the new deadline of March 1st since the House and the Senate are only in session together for six days between now and then. What a gig. And in more, I'm so mad that all I can do is bully news. Mitch McConnell, who said straight up, quote, there is no question that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of that day. He's talking about January 6th there, spoiler alert. And also, quote, a mob was assaulting the Capitol in his name. These criminals were carrying his banners, hanging his flags, and screaming their loyalty to him. That guy, who for real said those things, joined with other congressional Republicans to sign a brief in support of keeping Trump on the ballot. It was followed by Senator Steve Scalise, who said, quote, By taking away people's choice, the Colorado Supreme Court is setting a dangerous precedent and subverting the will of the American people, because now he cares about choice. And Ted Cruz, I'm not going to do a quote from Ted Cruz because like, who cares? But also anytime you find yourself on Ted Cruz's side, that's a yuck. That's not a good. Anyway, so they filed it. This is not a big surprise, but it's like, I get it. You didn't find him guilty in the Senate of insurrection. So I guess there is a question to be had here, but the House did. And you should have. But you didn't, Mitch. You said it happened. You watched it happen. You said he did it. The House already voted and said, yeah, that dude did insurrection crimes. How is this even a quite? I get it. It's interesting to me legally, but it's not interesting to I'm getting so mad. Oh, flames, flames on the side of my face. I can't talk about this anymore. I had to go to my happy place. <sighs> Parks and Rec, Kelly Clarkson's bangs, Mandy Moore's career, a fourth season of Ted Lasso. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. I'm back. Listen, they're the worst. Let's just vote them out. And that's it. That's the news. Can I tell you something? <laughs> I got to go to my happy place. And then the things I named, that was off the top of my head. <laughs> and they're true. I can't even, those are just real things. I, in the moment, I was like, what would be my happy place? And it's those things. Hey, I'm proud of popcorn. Not teachers telling you to, oh, read out loud. Don't worry, don't worry about that. I'm, I'm proud of reading. I'm proud of popcorn. I'm proud of, um, I've lost the thread of this Friday show. I'm proud of that. But more than any of that, 
because you're great. You, hey, you're my happy place. I'm proud of you.